stuff. Welcome to episode 28 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. You found the show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I talk to Andrew and Polly, who are the co-creators of a podcast called Ear Snacks. And in addition to making a podcast, Andrew and Polly are also incredibly talented musicians, and their music is featured in their podcast. They have a brand new record called Ear Snacks, Songs from the Podcast. I think you'll enjoy our conversation. We talked about lots of different things, including how they make their podcast and some of their music. If you stay tuned all the way to the end of the show, you can hear the Andrew and Polly song, Balphabet, in its entirety. Enjoy the show. Can you say Awesome. Awesome. Can you say good stuff? Good stuff. Yeah, let's start this. Let's start this. Right. It is, uh, we're here with, um, with a duo who, who have their own podcast but, and so much more, um, Andrew and Polly. Andrew and Polly, welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you on this beautiful afternoon? Good, Mike. Thanks for having us. Yeah, totally. it's cool to be on another podcast. <laughs> yeah, so we, we're all we're all podcasters, as we uh, as we say in the biz. But I think that yours, I would love it if you could explain what what you all do for for your podcast and what it's called and 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 what it's about. Um, Ear Snacks is a podcast for kids. I would say it's for preschool kids. Yeah, maybe kids under seven. There are some kids older who like it too, but it's yeah. it's mostly geared towards non-school type stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and their families for kids and their families. Um, and, uh, I, I couldn't even tell you what it's about because it's, it's kind of like about everything and about nothing. I mean, I don't... Yeah. It's the Seinfeld of podcasts. It's the Seinfeld of podcasts. But you, you, so, so the way that I, I've sort of gathered from listening to it and, and sort mm-hmm. of being immersed in your world this afternoon as I got ready for this is, nice. is you take something and then you, you sort of see where it goes. Right. So for example, a box, Right. Um, so how would that, how, what would be like the genesis of that kind of episode? Uh, well, sure. Yeah, we did, we did do a whole episode about boxes cause we were, we were trying to think of maybe like a holiday themed show cause it was for our December episode mm-hmm. and we, we picked boxes cause we, we know there are a lot of boxes around that time of year. Uh-huh. Um, and then usually the way we start creating a show is we try and think of every single question that we could ask a kid, um, about the topic and try and approach it from lots of kind of obscure angles. And Polly and I get together and we come up with a Q&A, like a, a, question, a, a list of questions that parents can use to interview their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we, when we choose that initial topic, we try to pick something that, um, something that would be in a kid's world. You know, something that like, you know, they could, they could say, oh yeah, box, I know a box, you know, or mm-hmm. oh yeah, balls, I know balls, mm-hmm. you know. Right, right. Like, they don't have to do much stretching to like get into it. But very quickly, it becomes um, a lot more deeper than that. And um, we start, like Andrew said, with that series of questions. Um, we have participants that range from, you know, just talking to, you know, they can say one word or something like that to you know, kids who are like 11, 14, who are really talking about things on a whole different level. Um, and those participants sit down with their parents and go through this 20-minute um, questionnaire and have this like different experience together where the parent interviews the child and the child is really, it's a relaxed environment cause it's in their home. Right. And, um, and the parent gets to see what the kid thinks about whatever the questions are. And usually 
it's a process that, um, you know, from beginning to end, it's meant to be kind of a guided experience. So it's not like, usually the questions aren't all over the place. Usually one question will lead you to the next, which leads you to the next, which leads you all the way to the end. And a lot of the time we use um, those questions uh, in total to make the kid interviews, or sometimes we throw out some of the questions, you know, and they're just um, the ways that kids get from A to Z. Um, mm. And sometimes we... Um, Sometimes we add additional questions and ask people for follow-ups and stuff like that. Yeah, cool. and then we and then we uh, the parents record them on their usually on their smartphones. Some people record them in different ways, mm -hmm. and they just send us the files, and we mash it all together and listen to all the hours of audio from, from <laughs> kids all around the country and the world. We've had some participants from Brazil and from New Zealand, um, and Australia, Australia uh, and uh, and Spain now. Cool. Um, and uh, and then we we build kind of like a an audio montage, if you can imagine, you know, a video montage. Of you know, one of, an old electric company or Sesame Street skit about something about brushing your teeth or about that kind of thing, and we make make the audio version of that with with all these this real found audio that we've we've sort of guided, but it's really it's found audio from um, from a lot of our fans and some people we've never met before. And we use that stuff to kind of like get to the next place. And sometimes sometimes we um, Sometimes just in coming up with a series of questions, we will then know um, what kind of adult expert we'd like to approach for the podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes it, it's not until we get the answers back from the kids that we're like, you know who would be really cool to talk to more about whatever, more about what's boxes. Oh, yeah, more about boxes. <laughs> well, we, knew, we knew we wanted to talk to Antoinette Fortis about uh -huh. boxes. But uh -huh. um, sometimes, you know, we get it back and we're like, you know, oh gosh, it would be cool if we could talk to someone who X. Or we might say like, oh my, like in the Rain episode, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. all of a sudden we we're like, gosh, who else could we interview about Rain? And then all of a sudden, Andrew's like, Polly, your friend Jesse is legit, like has a PhD. Yeah, in hydrologist. <laughs> she's a hydrologist. She's she's knows all about where water goes. Yeah. yeah. So um, and and so we line up an adult expert, usually, uh -huh. um, though it could be a friend, mm -hmm. um with no credentials but interest, which is a good enough credential for us. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, we we put score behind the different segments and, um, and usually... And sometimes write a song. Yeah, usually yeah. write an original song. Yeah. Right, right. Well, we're, we're going to get to that for sure. Um, so, But I'm just curious about what would... When you get these interviews back from kids, um, mm -hmm. and, and it sounds like there's quite a bit of editing that does, as someone who also ends up doing quite a bit of editing, I know how time-consuming that is. Um, has there been anything like really, really surprising that that a kid has said? We were like, "Oh my gosh, this one's gonna win the Pulitzer Prize," or or like the Nobel Peace Prize, or something like that. What? Oh well, we just interviewed uh, another member of a podcast organization that you are part of, Mike, uh -huh. um, called Kids Listen. Uh -huh. um, we, oh my gosh! Oh, this sorry. this this isn't even in the world yet. <laughs> Paul is Paul okay. is freaking out right now. For our next episode, we interviewed Nate from Show About Science. Okay, who is six years old, and he he hosts his own podcast where he interviews real scientists about what they do. Yes, uh -huh. and his dad Eric, who helps produce the show, is a member of Kids Listen, the organization that we are a part of. Mm -hmm. um, we interviewed him about the periodic table because our episode is all about letters and we were trying to think of different ways to approach the idea of letters. We're doing a lot of letter writing with our fans um, and we're, we talked with a pen ink expert um, oh. and I talked with a friend who's a typographist about and how you choose to different types letters. And we have an interview with someone from the Clinton campaign about uh, writing letters to you know, help 
make social change um, and how they receive letters of the campaign from kids and people and what people are writing about. But we thought it would be kind of left field to talk about science letters. There's a lot of letters in science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we called Nate and... I mean, that was incredible. And uh-huh. he, he, he talked about his favorite elements on the periodic table <laughs> and his favorite equations. And then I just threw this at him because I wasn't even sure if he'd know what it was. I, met, I asked him if he knew what DNA. Let's not go into it. Oh, we're not going to go into it? No. We're going to Spoil- save it for the yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Right, right. No spoilers. Spoil- Spoiler <laughs> alert. Nate knows what DNA, DNA is in a uh-huh. really a really appropriate analogy thematic way for the episode. <laughs> cool so uh, that's awesome well i can't wait for that really cool I mean, you know when we get the stuff back from the kids um i think the thing that i'm most wowed by is that um usually when we ask kids a question and then we ask an adult expert a question on some level they they have the same answers uh-huh. they use words to talk about this stuff. oh wow that's fascinating um, yeah but and this is a really like really uh, anecdotal example, but, um, you know, we talked about the drought that we have here in California on our rain episode. We talked about it. Um, we talked about it off the air with Carrie Falwell from the Glazer Children's Museum, I think. In Tampa, Florida. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. cause they're not in a drought. They have a lot of rain. And then right. we talked about it briefly with the hydrologist, um, who was on the show in Colorado. Um, and you know, they, they all said, Oh yeah, you have a drought. Oh yeah. You can conserve water. And then I asked our two-year-old. I did an uh, interview with him just, yeah. just he's, he's for fun. He's now reaching the age where we can interview him also. Yeah, yeah so which is fun. Yeah. About, yeah, so he was just about two. And so I said to him, um, you know, one of the questions was, do you remember what happened last time it rained? And he said, he yeah. From, he thought from He that. thought. And then he said, yeah, you know, I put on my yellow rain boots and we splashed in the puddles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the last time it rained was a very long time ago, and when it when I knew it was going to rain, and I saw the rain starting, we stopped everything we were doing, and we went right out to go be in the rain because I knew it, it, we had to we had to do it right there. It's a special occasion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, so he remembered, and then he kind of stopped, and he was quiet for a minute, and then he goes, "It's raining no times." Oh wow! Oh, it's man. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's not raining at all. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's a drought, you know? And so the kids are thinking the same things that adults are. You know, we have this, like, adult vocabulary where we can talk about this stuff. But kids are, are figuring it out. And um, and we like being a part of that. And that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but there is usually, when we when we get back to kid interviews, there's usually, like, one hilarious thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, like, above and beyond all the other hilarious things the kids say in a batch of interviews. And that usually goes at the beginning of our episode. It's right. not always hilarious. Sometimes it's just true. But Right. But, you know, like, they, they girl, say the darndest things, don't they? <laughs> there was a little girl in Balls who said, mm-hmm. what does she say? She says, uh, she goes, it's a dancing party. It's not a party where you go and sit around and eat a bunch and of eat food. food. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what a, party, that's what a, a party where is. you dance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, so before we shift into the album, if um, listeners wanted to interview their kids and, and send it, like, how do they go about contacting you to get uh, the questions for the podcast or things like that? Or do you reach out to people? Uh, we just tell people to give us, a, just to email us. And then um, we, but we do 
organize all that ourselves. We don't, you know, we don't make a public announcement. Okay. You can just, you can, you can email your snacks at andrewandpolly.com if you want to be on your snacks. That's how simple it is. Yes. Um, so simple. We've, we've pretty much wrapped up this first season. We have two more big episodes uh, yet to come. Um, and uh -huh. we've pretty much lined up interviewees yeah. for those. Mm -hmm. um, but we're, we're always looking to meet new families and kids that want to get involved. Um, and yeah, we try and make it a real, real simple process. This cool. season, um, which will end up being 13 episodes in many parts, is that correct? Uh -huh. um, had over 65 kids. Wow. Uh, and another probably 35 adult experts. 40 now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Um, so and, yeah. and we anybody who wants to be on, you know, any kid who wants to be on, we we'll try yeah. to get them on. And, and this is so. Uh, this is not what you all are doing, like for your day jobs, is it? At this point, <laughs> no. It is sometimes not. it feels that. Sometimes way. it. Well, no, I understand that absolutely, and it, and it seems like you really love to do it. So, um, I, I speaking from my experience of putting out, you know, one some more more conversational like with some production values, but not like editing conversations, I know the amount of time that goes into doing this. So I, it's really impressive. And thanks for, thanks for your efforts when it's not your, your full-time gig. So oh, thank you. I'm glad nice, you like it. Nice to be appreciated. Yeah, yeah totally. Totally. <laughs> um, and part of it is that you guys are, are writing original music and, and you have some music that's out there in the world already and coming, I think it's even like a week from today, is that right? The 30th? Yes, next week. A week from week. today, yeah, is, is, is a new album called uh, Songs from the Podcast. And Ear Snacks Songs from the Podcast. And it's really good. Like, yeah. really, really, really good. I oh, love you like it. Yeah, watch out. Now that's going to be our new quote. It's going to be like, it's good. It's really, really good. Good stuff, kids. <laughs> yeah. like, that's, that's about that's about as like verbal as I get. Like I don't have the words to describe it. It's just it, it oh. it's um it's really sophisticated, right? So here's what I picked up. It's really sophisticated. It's really different. Super catchy. Super like literate and fun. And you know, and, and I'm not only talking about grapes, which we'll get into in a minute, but like. <laughs> I, um, are we gonna but, do a full chapter on grapes? We're gonna do yeah a, a full a full twenty minute. No, we're not gonna do twenty minutes on grapes. <laughs> but um, the song about uh, the ball song. Oh yeah, yeah. you like that like, one? Oh man, not only did I like it, but I watched the video and I just about lost it when you when you did a Gaga shout out. Uh, <laughs> nice. I, Love Gaga. that. So well, Gaga, for those of you who don't know. Balls, it's, the G, I mean, yeah. there's golf balls, sure. But no, Gaga what other is, G is there? Is the, that's is the, the one. Yeah, yeah. There's no other G. So so, um, tell me a little bit about, about the record and, and, and uh, what you're excited about in terms of it coming out next week. Are you sure you don't want to just talk about Gaga? Because this is well, your Well, I'd love to record. talk about Gaga. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm a little bit of a connoisseur and, and I know a thing or two, but I think that for those of you who don't know, Gaga is an amazing game that is played in a pit, right? In quotes, and the way that you get out is if the ball hits you from the knee down to the foot. And if you don't know how to play Gaga, I'm sure someone around you knows how to play Gaga. Find a summer you, camp, that's yeah, right. Find a summer camp and you will play Gaga. Well, besides Gaga, the record. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, uh, the songs, um, you can, let's see. By the time the podcast comes out, you will have been able to hear all of them. So right now, you know, you can already access most of these songs except for maybe one. 
Yeah, except for one. Mm-hmm. Um, just by listening to the first season of the podcast, the episodes okay. that have already been released. Except there's seven hours of the first season of the podcast, so yeah. it might take a while for you to wade through it to That's find true. all the yeah. uh, But when we, you know, when we were wrapping up the season, the development of the season, and we started putting all the songs together and um, looking at them next to each other and playing them one after another as opposed to embedded in the episodes, we were just so excited about the music we had made. Yeah. Um, it just we just felt really proud of it. And we we hadn't planned to put out another record. Uh, we just put one out last year. We hadn't put one, planned to put one out this year. But seeing and hearing them all together we and thinking about the hundred people that we've talked to over the last year for the podcast, we just thought, this this is incredible. You know, we're, we can't believe we did all this and we'd really like to share it. Um, and an album seems like a great way to do it. And I'm, I'm thrilled that you picked up on kind of I don't, I don't know. It's 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 you wouldn't think that both you can make a record that's both feels like very textured and layered and sophisticated, if you want to say that and, mm-hmm. and full, mm-hmm. but also catchy and fun and, you know, mm-hmm. dynamic for, for like an, a kid's audience that's in the car or wants to dance around the room. And, yeah. and I feel, you know, we we feel that way about about kids and about childhood in general. Sometimes people think childhood needs to be just silly and goofy or it's you know it needs to to kind of needs to be dinky and 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 soft and and something but we feel like kids are 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 really smart and are really fun if you can talk to them the right way and that's what we try to do in the podcast and that's what we've tried to do on the record yeah i mean but grapes is an example of that right like (laughs) You know, Paul, you were at a party and you were talking to someone and, and then you were like, I, I think I'd rather like go eat grapes. But there's like, you know, the electro touches and the song and like the boop, boop. Like it's so simple and so catchy and so good. And like, I know this is a word that's, that's, that's probably thrown towards you a little bit, but like there's a, a little bit of quirk to it. Like it's a little quirky and like it's just so endearing and charming and good and sophisticated. I don't know. I could go on and on and on, but... So now is the time where we talk grapes. I mean, the origin story of grapes, I, would, I can imagine, is pretty straightforward, and it's just yeah. like the song. Like, this is actually, there's no origin story, this is what happened. But if there's you, more to there, it. Right, Mike? Have, you been in, have you been in a party you didn't really need to be at? Oh, yeah. And okay. all I wanted to do was go home. Yeah, any grapes. But, yeah. So, yeah, so, I won't shame the party that I was at by yeah. telling which one it was. But, right. um but no, yeah, you're right. It was based on true story. I think that the funny thing, you know, that everyone has loved that song so much was so surprising to me to have this thing that like I had to convince her to record it and put it on. Yeah, we had we had another friend who's like a a great um, cheerleader of the stuff that we're doing. Who for probably almost two years said like record that song, record that song, or at least a year. I want that song. You know, I sang it to her. I was like, I came up with this song and I sang her the chorus. And then she's like, I need to hear that song. She would call me, be like, sing it to me over the phone. I'd see her in person. She lives up in the Bay Area. I'd see her in person. She'd be like, can you see that, sing that song? And um, so finally, Andrew was like, just go up there and do it. So, you know, we got the track going uh-huh. because we had the chorus. And uh-huh. uh, but then then the truth of the rest of it is like, we didn't know what to do. You know, yeah. like, what are the rest of the verses? Because that was the end of the story. Uh-huh. And so Andrew was like, just get up there and do anything. So I just kind of. There's a little riffed. freestyling involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there were like some outtake verses that didn't make it in. And, you yeah. know, we I did 
five or six, and we picked the best ones. And it's her kid music version of Ani DeFranco, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. right. And, uh, okay, don't want to go there. Okay. But I do think, like you know, when you say quirky, like that's probably the word. I don't know that we know how to make any other kind of music, so <laughs> that's just it. <laughs> but that's good. That's really good. It's it's uh, you have a voice. You know, um, you have a musical voice and. You have a voice as a duo, and, and it comes through. Apparently, it's about grapes. <laughs> well, but it's not just about grapes. It's just, um, it's you know, my kids love it. You know, um, my wife loves it. I love it. And, like, anyone that I introduce it to, you know, it's like, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, like, I've been listening to a lot of, like, When the Levee Breaks by Led Zeppelin, and that's really yeah. awesome, right? But you should also check out the song by Andrew and Polly because it's like equally interesting and cool. So um, our, our favorite stories are when grownups like drop their kids off and then they keep listening to it. Yeah, in the car. Right. yeah. Oh, totally. Absolutely. That's got to feel really good. Um, yes, yes. So so new new record. Um, record Grapes is on it. You know, Grapes it was is on like, it. It the, was one of the songs from the podcast. It was, so it was we from really, the first episode of the podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was um, one of the reasons, you know, we probably encouraged us to make the episode about fruit and um so we had to include it yeah Great. and then you were in colorado and you were writing that kind of ballad about hats and traveling the world and we had to make a hats episode mm-hmm. we had to rearrange no. the episode so you could do hats no, next it was all because izzy's first word was hats. oh it was also that uh, yeah. oh, cool. See, cool. when she was like like 11 months old he already said like mama dada no you know whatever yeah. that stuff was. yeah but when he was 11 months old he like he just he like got really fixated on hats. Cool. And and that was his first word that like he picked. You know, uh, like yeah. the first one that he kind of was like, What is that? What is the word for that? And then he really like figured it out. He started and, sorting the world into things with hats and things without well, hats. So and was we like a big, very quickly yeah. realized like everywhere you look there's, there's lots just of hats. hats yep. just mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah, a, a roof is a house a hat for a house, you know. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's cool. Especially like in children's books, <laughs> the world to the eyes of a two-year-old. It's uh, it's really cool. Um, so one of the incentives, I think, not not only because you make great music, but do you have a snacktivity booklet? Yeah. Say say a word or two about the snacktivity booklet that comes with the record. Well, Polly, we were like, this is our second. We we made a record six years ago that was before we ever really started playing kids' music. Um, and then our last record last year we made after having played concerts for five years for kids all over LA and over the, around the country. And we really thought we knew how to write songs for kids and connect with them on their level. Um, and then we were like, oh, should we do another record? Will people even have CD players next year? <laughs> we, we, we just sent our record to a fan in Spain who does not have a CD player. His parents are really sad that they got this record and they cannot oh, play man. it. Oh, wow. Um, but we thought if we're going to make a physical CD, there should be something spe- well, special inside. Yeah, yeah, if it's going to be a CD, you might as well use the thing for right. the CD. Use the stuff, right? Exactly. Um, and so I kind of was like, should since I was so proud of the music and yeah, we the wrote words some good lyrics. for the songs, yeah. which are really thoughtful for kids, I think they really, of all ages, even especially the older kids, they really like to read lyrics and think about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, maybe we should you know, do liner notes. But there's so many songs that would be really big liner notes. And Andrew's like, no, if we're going to do a printed material inside the CD yeah. booklet, like, let's think of something better to do. Um, mm-hmm. And I can't remember how the idea came about. You have this book by Yoko Ono? 
Oh, is that how come we? Come I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's like a kid's version of that Yoko Ono book. You think so? It's <laughs> like it's, <laughs> she 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 has these activities for you. No, I think what I do, said like, to you was like, imagine, I have this idea. Let's do this thing, and yeah. I was like, oh, it's kind of like this Yoko Ono book. Yeah. She'll be like, wow. imagine a line, step over the line, now be inside yourself. Yeah, it's like, like, yeah. Very but, Yoko but for yeah, so but, but very Yoko. That's so, that is very Yoko. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So we did an activity page for each episode of the pod. There are thirteen episodes, and uh-huh. you know there's there's stuff about disguises. You know how can you you make a disguise or like as there's a letters one for mail. There's a beeps one like invent. You know for beeps like you know like say your name like a robot now invent. You know. Now, say, um, there's just diff- different ones, you know, right. activities, basically, ideas for things for, sorry, ideas of things that kids can do when you're at a diner or you're in a car or you just need, you're listening to the music, but you need something to do with your hands. Basically, right. we thought, you know, let's come up with, let's come up with some activity ideas based on the episodes, but present them in a way that's casual enough that, like, they... I'm not touching that. Oh, okay, sir. I'm okay. Um, <laughs> present them in a way that's like casual enough that kids feel like they could also generate their own activities. Mm-hmm. You know, so we give them like three or four things per episode that's kind of like, oh, you could do this. Oh, you could do this. You could do this. And maybe there's a joke thrown in. Um, there are beautiful illustrations done by Claire McCracken. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but but not in a way that's like, this is the definitive guide to things that you could do if you were thinking about this subject. It's more like, Gosh, you could do anything. Here's, here's, here's some ideas start. we have. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any ideas? Yeah. So it's yeah. really cool. encouraged kids. And we've heard, um, it was partly inspired by hearing from fans that they do this kind of stuff. You know, they, they come up with, because we release about one episode a month and our audience of younger than seven-year-olds tends to listen to the episodes many, many times. Like, oh, cool, yeah. Or more yeah. than ten times. It's a big probably. difference with kids' yeah. kids. Yeah, two-year-olds um, listen to the episodes fifty wow. times. A hundred, yeah. some of them a hundred times. That's cool. Yeah. So they get really into one particular topic for a whole month. Tell them about Lane. And they'll yeah, and so there's one little boy who's been on the podcast who um, from Maryland. After beeps, he uh, he asked his mom to print out the Morse code alphabet, and then he tried to figure out how to write different people's names wow. with dots, which is cool because you know he's. Four. He's not writing all his letters necessarily, you know, but, right. but he can think like, well, I know my letters for my name and I can make these dots. And if you tell me the letters for someone else's name, I could probably make the dots yeah. for them too. And it, and it sparked uh, the idea in him that like, oh, I can experiment with all the different ways to write things in general. And yeah. that's, that's a cool idea, a cool activity. Yeah, yeah. really great. Um, yeah. And it really, you know, it, it's, it's what's really interesting to me as we've talked and and just thinking about the music and thinking about the booklet and, and the podcast is, is you are doing a really interesting job at taking really simple things and, and making them as complicated as you want them to be, but at the same time staying really simple. That's a really, it's a really interesting, it's a really interesting slant. And, um, and uh, I don't know what to say to you about it other than like, I'm very, very impressed. Very, oh, very impressed with that. That's really, so much. really cool. Really, sure. we, we heard, I forget, um, Jad Abumrad from, from Radio Lab says basically they try and take, you know, the largest ideas in, in the universe, you know, yeah. like, you know, uh, 
eternity or, or you know, human consciousness or those kinds of things and turn them into episodes. And we, yeah. we I read that like later I after we were like, oh, we kind of done the opposite of that. And that, yeah, it's like, yeah, your snacks is kind of the opposite. And, yeah. and you're right. We try to go kind of as big as we want to go, which could mean, you know, many complicated things for a child to kind of chew on, but not in an overwhelming yeah. way. You yeah. know, we really, we really think that we, are tuned in to um, to where they are and what yeah. they can handle. I would um, say I would say definitely yes. But um, yeah. But we we do try to give them um, what we think they're capable of, which is a lot. You yeah. know. Yep. Yep. In a, in a snack size bite. Snack yeah. size bite. Um, and you so. Uh, you're also we. You mentioned that we're all sort of involved in in something called Kids Listen, and now yeah. that, now that, like talking to you and and hearing about all the things that you do, you're you're founding members of this, and I just I'm I don't know how you have the time to do everything that you do. I'm really like I'm really blown away by the work ethic that I'm seeing and hearing here. So I'm not really sure either. It's a little exhausting. <laughs> it's a little exhausting. Sure, but there are two of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's two. That's, that's true. true. Um, yeah. So, for those uh, who don't know what Kids Listen is, can you give us the sort of the four one one. Kids Listen is an advocacy group for podcasting for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's grassroots, meaning that we have members who join that are um, in all different stages of involvement with podcasting for kids. Um, some are active podcasters, some are considering it, some are parents, some are um, educators, and it's grassroots because. We all founded it together and determined our mission together. So, um, you know, it was founded by which podcasts? Uh, Ear Snacks, um, Andrew and I, um, Marshall and Lindsay from Tumble Science Podcast for Kids. Yep, Brains On, which is the big science podcast out of, is it L.A. and Chicago? Is that right? Mm -hmm. L.A. and Minnesota. Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, MPR is in Minnesota, probably, Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, Uh That's... Sandin Toten and Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Um, Stefan Shepard, who uh, writes the kids' audio blog Zoo Global, um, and Kitty Feld uh, from Book Club for Kids. Yep. As well as Show About Science Eric with Butkus, um, and Nate Butkus, his son. Uh, well, Nate's not a member. Okay, Nate sorry. Is a minor. <laughs> That's right. He's not a member. But his dad, Eric, who's yeah. the producer of the show, it. And so, Story Pirates. And yes, uh, Lee Overtree from Story Pirates. So mm-hmm. we all got together and. Um, you know, there had been this article written in the Atlantic that said, where are all the podcasts for kids? And we who had found each other already and, you know, done a very exhaustive search of what kinds of podcasts for kids there were out there said there are hey, lots of podcasts for kids. We're here. Yeah, right. There are, it's really hard to find podcasts for kids, but there are lots. And part of the reason why is because they don't, you know, a lot of parents out there don't realize it's a category because their normal way of finding podcasts is through the podcast app, which doesn't sort things that way, or yeah. through word of mouth. And, and right. kids' podcasts are not for for the parents. They're actually for the kids. So kids aren't necessarily going to be able to tell other kids, you know. Or right, a whole right. other barrier is just that maybe parents aren't thinking that podcasts are something they can do. They can you know, it's not an activity for their kids. It doesn't occur to you and, that it's something you can do. And yet, yeah, it doesn't occur to you because it all, it occurs to everybody that, you know, that a television show or that an app will work for a kid, but it's but this other thing is like a, one more layer of complication. But once they get through that layer, all the parents we've talked to have had a great time letting their kids listen to podcasts. Yeah. And it's not, 
it's not necessarily a substitute for those other things, but it's an additional kind of media that is a different kind of experience for your kids. They can they don't need to use their eyes while they're um, while they're experiencing it, and they can do something else like draw while they're thinking about it, or play with toys, or be in the car and look out the window and talk to their family members mm-hmm. about the things they're they're hearing. Great. So um, yeah, so we all got together and kind of figured out what we wanted to do. And the very first thing we wanted to do was to do a survey of our listenership. Um, our combined listenerships, because we knew if we all, if we were able to ask all our listeners the same questions, we would have a bigger sample size. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a lot of questions from everything from demographics to, um, you know, the the primary thing we were interested in was how do kids listen? Yeah. You know, what are they, what are they doing? How are they consuming this audio material? What does it mean to the kids and families who listen? What do they, you know, does it have any educational implications? So we put those questions out, um, and the board is just taking a look into that data and figuring out what you know how we're going to publish our findings from that. And in the meantime, we've opened up our membership, and we now have a community of it's almost thirty people. Yeah, almost nice. Um, yeah. And it's you know the coolest thing is it's kind of like a virtual water cooler, you know, where Absolutely. people can. Right do anything from say, Hey, what are you guys listening? It's Friday. You know, what are you guys listening to? Give me a recommendation for a great episode of a podcast to I'm having trouble with recording audio on my Skype calls to, um, we just had a sticky situation where a minor wants to send us a picture and I don't want to give our address because I don't know if it's a real person, you know, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) there's, we don't, we don't work for anybody else. So there's no other way to ask each other these questions, but now, now we have one. And podcasting in general is, is usually a lot of energy and a labor of love. And it's, it's hard. There are challenges doing it. And particularly when you're trying to, when your audience is not necessarily in control of the devices they get, you know? So, um, so it's, there, there are particular issues to kids podcasting. But um, but I think we've put together an amazing kind of cross section of the people involved in it. Some are totally independent. Some are NPR affiliated, Sirius XM affiliated in the children's media space or just parents who have, you know, jobs related to communications and media and technology um, mm-hmm. where they they want to advocate for this because they see it as it's a valuable thing. This this podcasting for kids and we just need to get it uh, raises profile and get it out there. Great. Cool. It's awesome. Well, it's uh, it was something nice to hear was happening, and I mean, I have to be honest. I I applied to to do it, and I was so nervous that I wasn't <laughs> gonna get it, and then I got in. I was so happy. It's just no, so nice to be among like-minded people. The the water cooler thing is really um, it's it's essential. It's really yeah. essential because uh, I've felt um like I was sort of figuring this all out on my own, and to be able to ask people who have been doing it questions that. They, that I actually could get like legitimately good answers to has been really nice. So thanks yeah. for that. That's a that's yeah. a personal. We're one. glad to have you. Yeah, I'm glad you're <laughs> I'm glad you're there. I'm glad everybody's there because yeah, uh, you know, it's great. And we've it's been great for us. You know, we were able to um, make a few interviews happen. You know, um, because we would say, does anybody know anybody who's interested in this kind of thing? You know, uh, that's mm-hmm. how our pen expert has come to us for our next <laughs> episode of Ear Snacks. Um, cool. You know, when you don't have colleagues um, because you don't work at a company, it can be hard. Yeah, it's really you know, hard. Um, yep. Because you have shared resources just in each other yep. um, and in and asking advice of each other. And yep. it's cool that we've been able to put, put that together with, um, not that it takes no effort, but like 
just just to get this part of it going um, has taken less effort than how wonderful it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and other things that we have planned, you know, the survey release, um, some of the other ideas that we have, you know, we were thinking about doing some kind of podcast awards, kids podcast awards, mm -hmm. or some kind of kids podcast conference. Those kinds of things are going to be harder to put together and take more time. But um, just to get everybody together on a Slack, it's like... Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Agreed. For listening, are curious about what's happening in the world of kids podcasting, you can check out Kids Listen. It's on. Every, yeah, it's there's everywhere. a there's a newsletter, and we try to send it out when we remember, which is usually about once a month. Um, just updating with kind of like media sure. coverage of kids podcasting in general. Um, yeah. Some other you know exciting things that we have to announce if we have anything. Um, and then of course, if there's anybody out there that's. A, you know, a true advocate for the format and they want to be a member, they should just head over and check out what, what the membership nice. is like. Awesome. So you guys are real busy as we've, uh, as we've, uh, <laughs> I think thoroughly pointed out, um, <laughs> new record coming out this coming week. Um, this, when does this get air? Do you think? I think we'll, we'll sort of have it go up next week with the, the release of the record. I think that makes cool. a lot of sense. Absolutely. Um, so I can't thank you all enough. How can we find you? Andrewandpolly.com. Anything besides that? Or that's where it all leads to? That's a great place to do it. Yeah. Cool. Or if you're in your podcast app, you can look for Ear Snacks and, um, you know, it'll ping you whenever we've got something new to say. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you all so much for your time. It's been amazing to hear from you. Thank, thank you, Mike. You, Mike. All right. They're so good. Aren't they so good? So good. The music is so fun. Podcast is so great. Stay tuned again all the way till the end for the Andrew and Polly song, Balphabet. Of course, if you need to know anything about the Good Stuff Kids podcast, just go to www.goodstuffpod.com. We are overflowing with good stuff. 28 episodes plus several bonus to be exact. We will talk to you very, very soon. Have a great week. Start with A? No, but I do know. Basketball, bowling balls, beach balls, bubbles, balloons, ball bearings, and croquet. And car! Game, Game on! Dodgeball, donut hole, eight ball, eyeball, football, football, four square foosball, gaga, and go!
stuff.